everybody, welcome to the Parkinson's Association of San Diego microcast series. I'm your host, Jeff Seckendorf, and back again with Marty Acevedo. Marty is a registered dietitian, spent her whole career dealing with food and and nutrition, and she's also on the board of the Parkinson's Association of San Diego. So, hey, Marty. Hey, how are you? We're good. So, um, the next thing we're going to talk about in our little series on nutrition and diet is keto, and what a buzzword that's become. So, do you want to start by kind of defining what a, what ketosis is, maybe? Ketosis is a, a process in the body when you um, are using ketones for energy rather than glucose. Glucose is the energy, is the compound that we use most often in the brain for energy. It keeps our brain going. And actually, glucose is used in all of our cells to to produce energy and to, to, to run the systems that keep our body going. When you go into ketosis, that's not a normal state, and it can cause a lot of loss of protein in your urine, it can cause kidney damage, and it can cause brain fog, if you will. However, the keto diet can be helpful. Many people use it for weight loss, which can be helpful. Um, and then some people have, there has been some studies where the keto diet was used to treat Parkinson's. So in the study, the most important study that happened was in American Samoa, where they enrolled five patients, four of whom completed the study. They, com- they followed a, a pure ketogenic diet for 28 days, and that meant that they ate 93% of their diet was from fat, 7% was from protein. Think about that. 93% of your diet is fat. So that just a lot sounds... Of butter awful i'm sorry (laughs) a lot of butter a lot of cream a lot of cream cheese that type of thing that but and then no carbohydrates so that's kind of challenging to follow but these four people persevered and they noticed a marked improvement in their parkinson's symptoms that continued for the next 28 days after the study ended they so there is some validity to the, the theory that keto, a keto diet can, can help with Parkinson's symptoms. However, it's very, very challenging to follow a ketogenic diet, although I know people who do. And it's, the keto diet is often used for seizure disorders in children and even in adults. And they follow the diet. They, some of those people follow the diet with great success um, and have found lots of tricks and techniques to do it. It's... Not great for the rest of your body, though. A keto diet would not be recommended for someone with heart disease, with kidney disease, with liver disease, any types of other ongoing disease processes that we as Parkinson's may well have. It's And again, it's very, very hard to follow and not very um, tasty, if you will. So what happens, so when you're in ketosis and you've done this, and... You know, this is interesting to me because, you know, I, I compete on a bicycle and, mm-hmm. you know, I see all these people talking about being in a keto diet, low on carbs, but there's all this point in your body. Your brain is the largest user of glucose in your body. Right. Your liver stores massive amounts of glucose to make it available. If it's replaced by ketones, I mean, what happens to your liver? What happens to your brain? Does it function on this uh, alternative fuel, I guess you could call it? The ketones, um, the brain's secondary source of energy is keto- are ketones, and it makes gives you kind of this high, this brain high, brain energy high. 
that makes you feel pretty good but then over time it takes its toll and it and it, the keto high ketone levels in your body can definitely cause renal failure or problems to your kidneys that's the biggest factor that can happen it's not a good state when i worked in the hospital in the intensive care unit we worked very very hard to keep people out of out, out of ketosis because it's not healthy for the body to be in ketosis for long periods of time because of the damage to the kidneys and then secondarily to the liver so you can do a lower carb diet if you want and not go anywhere near ketosis if you're trying to change your weight or something like that but still even in weight loss you need some fuel right and fat is just a tough fuel Right. Um, the body, the liver breaks down all nutrients to, um, it breaks all carbs down to glucose, proteins down to amino acid, and fats down to fatty acids. Or, and then that can be converted into ketones in the body. Naturally, the system, your body is a, is a pretty complex system, or, and it works best by using glucose as a fuel. So that's why it's very important to have a balanced intake of carbohydrates, protein, and fat because if you've used up all of your glycogen scores, which is your easy to get at glucose, then the, the liver works to provide more glucose by breaking down carbs and then breaking down proteins if you've used up all of your glucose from your carb source. And then lastly, breaking down the fat sources to get ketones so that your, that your body can use that as energy. So there are um, side effects to this keto diet that are not the most friendly right when you think about fat and if you've ever limited i mean had a regular normal diet and you all of a sudden ate a bunch of fried food and or added more fat into your diet you may have had some uncomfortable symptoms like increased symptoms of constipation and or diarrhea you can actually have both also, your, um, your urine will start to smell a little bit differently, and you may be going to the bathroom more often as your body washes out the, the fluid retention that you may have. The diet's also deficient in all B vitamins, vitamin C, fiber, and some minerals, all the things that are found in our carbohydrate-containing foods like fruits and vegetables and whole grains. Kind of don't recommend a keto diet, right? Unless you're really well medically supervised. I would caution anyone who's considering it to think very carefully about it and to seek medical, medical advice on whether or not it should be something that they should pursue. And most people um, don't truly follow a ketone diet. They keto diet, they follow a paleo diet that has some carbs in it just to balance off um, what's happening. They limit the carbs to a great extent and increase their protein intake markedly. And many people don't increase their fat intake to the level that's required in the keto diet that shows success with Parkinson's symptoms. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for that little insight into the keto diet and ketosis. We're going to look at weight loss in an upcoming um, microcast. And those two things are kind of connected or could be, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. So thanks, everybody, for joining us on this episode of the Parkinson's Association of San Diego Microcast. And uh, thanks, Marty. And we'll look forward to seeing you all on the next one. <laughs>